The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hey, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story? I think I have to go with the cliff. The cliff. The cliff. Okay. All right. Stu. I'm going to go with the tailor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Interesting. Uh, Interesting start to the show. Pat? I'm going to (laughs) say the Haley. All right, uh, before we get into all of that, whatever that is, I want to thank our sponsor, Brick House. Uh, so I was up at 3.30 this morning to fill in for radio, and by about... Dumb. Why'd you do that? Yeah, it was pretty dumb, huh? Who would, who would want to do a stupid morning show, am I right? Right, right, Pat? Man, you're right. Yeah, well, can we just do a real quick announcement yes. for this audience? Yes. Uh, Pat is taking over the morning show, and he is truly one of the best morning guys in the country. I would say the best, since I'm no longer doing it, uh, uh, best in the country. And he still do, does his podcast, but also going to be doing uh, mornings on the Morning Blaze. And we're adding someone new. Steve Dace is joining us. I'm so excited about that. He is brilliant. He'll yeah. be here Friday for the News and Why It Matters. All right. Nice. So, um, so I was asking Stu earlier, are you like more grumpy in the mornings? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, oh yeah. Get ready. Yes. We may yeah, have to unleash. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. uh, <laughs> a little bit of a leash. Slightly unleashed. <laughs> but so I, uh, I, by about 8.30, I was already dead and I had already had like four cups of coffee. So took myself a dawn to dusk and felt tremendously better. Uh, And as you will see, I will not actually fall asleep during this show. Thank you, uh, Brickhouse. Mm. But they also have Field of Greens. Which I now am. Now listen, no one tells my wife that I don't mind taking this. That all agreed upon? Yes, okay. because you're okay. using it as some sort of advantage, or no? That would be wrong. <laughs> uh, but I don't want my wife to know that I don't mind, it because what she'll do is she'll be like, "Good, see, you don't you don't mind greens, you don't mind salads. Here, have a salad too." Yeah. So you can either have this. <laughs> no, I this, don't. Does this look appetizing or yeah. what? Yeah. Or you can have Field of Greens, which gives you a full serving of fruits and vegetables. It's organic. I know you're a big fan of it as well, mm-hmm. Pat. We hate vegetables. Pat and I both Big time. have listened to our wives for decades. Yes. And uh, and then before that, our mothers, eat your vegetables. <laughs> no, I hate them. I hate salads. I hate vegetables. Well, now you don't hate it anymore, do right. you, Glenn Beck? Uh, all right, so go to BrickHouseBlaze.com and uh, you can get, what is it, 15% off of your first order or text greens to 41411. The cliff. The cliff. The cliff of insanity. The cliff that um, I was hoping that we would never hit that I think we are hitting where the country... I mean, Pat, how does this end? Uh, with a bullet in the head? No, come on. <laughs> no. Seriously. How I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's going really badly. Right? We're headed in a terrible direction. It seems like it ends in revolution. I just, I just talked to a guy today. He used to be with Washington Post. He, I mean, he's a big... Uh, author and writer and journalist, um, he's going to come up in a podcast that I'm doing. And I, I asked him off the air, I said, how's this end? Now, he's on the left. And he said, I don't know, Glenn. He said, I have to tell you, I don't think this is going to end well. We have got to find sanity. We have to find mm-hmm. somebody who will stand up and lead us out of this. And you know whose example was? 
we need a Ronald Reagan. Wow. We need someone that will bring us the belief in America that will not leave half the country behind. And he's right. He's right. Um, so we're advancing on this cliff, and we're, we're going there, and I just want to speak to the women of the audience. Do you have a son? Do you have a husband? Do you have a brother? Will you possibly have a son? This is critical that we do not continue down this road. I want to show you a website. We're not going to get close to it because I don't want to show the information on it. But it is Make Them Scared. It is from, now look at the list of all of the people here. And they're all accused of rape. And you define rape in many different ways. These are all people that women have gone to this website, make them afraid, and said, yeah, I was raped by this guy. Here's the circumstances. There's no vetting of this. There's no evidence. They're just posting it online, page after page after page. Mm. And I would imagine that by posting that on that website, eventually it would become available, like if you were to Google or search that person's name. I would imagine. Eventually you're going to be, I mean, it's going to be. Yeah, especially if if it's linked to other pages. Yeah. So we're, we're sitting here in this, in this crazy world where this guy, again, I was interviewing, I talked to him about um, the Red Scare and because he's interviewed people that were involved in the McCarthy hearings. And I said, I think we're there again. He said, oh, I think we are too. We are shouting people down. We are not listening to each other. We're demonizing and, and separating groups. I mean, I know you're going to talk about the Swift or the Taylor, uh, and that's a good example. Here's a woman who was shamed into having to come out and take a stand. What are you talking about? Why would she do that? She's just cut her business in half. She has just taken her audience, and half of her audience now feels differently about her. Well, I don't know. Donald Trump said he only likes her 25% less. Right. (laughs) But still, she has taken this image where she was somebody for everyone. They shamed her into that. If she had a different opinion and she spoke out, they would have destroyed her. Well, look at Kanye. Yes, Kanye. I guess I don't have to do my segment today. Uh, not apparently not important enough to. I'm sorry. No, I know. No, no, but I mean, it, mm-hmm. Kanye is another example of this. We're, we are at a cliff and we're going over it. And we all have to stop and say, mm-hmm. I don't want to go there. And it's really going to be up to women. Yeah, I mean, and it's, you know, going on to the, the Taylor Swift thing. I mean, look, the news and why it matters, it's not, the, the thing that matters here is not Taylor Swift's endorsement of some Democrat in Tennessee. It's certainly not Kanye's visit to the White House. But it's a very strange world we're going into. I will point out, Taylor Swift, pretty smart with the business. Uh, she waits till the day after her world tour ends, to, uh, uh, to after she does a show in Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas, or two shows in Dallas, Texas. Then she's all about the Democratic Party. Um, but, I mean, one of the things I really liked about Taylor Swift is that she just doesn't talk about this stuff. She doesn't yeah. have to get in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to put it in your face. She just allows you to enjoy her product if you happen to enjoy it. She allows you to enjoy her ex-boyfriend drama. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, yeah, what, yeah, exactly. And it's like, that's what 
we want, right? But that's like, what we used to be. Yeah. That's what we should be yeah. again. And I think it's like, you know, and, and beyond the idea of like, okay, you're right, half of our audience is going to be annoyed at these things. I think, you know, yeah, you can get over that at some level. I'm sure some of Kanye's fans I, are, can deal with, what, with his I don't crazy. think so. I think conservatives are used to dealing with it. Yeah. We just go along. Mm-hmm. With Kanye, they're now saying that he's mentally unstable. Yeah, on like news broadcasts. Right. I mean, he's <laughs> been mentally way, unstable for a long yeah, time. That's what I, was I say. totally I mean, agree with well, the analysis. Is. They're, they're not saying it because of any other reason nope. other than his selection of who he thinks is a, yep. a guy worth listening to. Yeah. Before he came out for Trump, it, they I think they gave him the excuse that he's just an artist. Yeah, he's yes. eccentric genius, right? Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. But yeah, they never said he was mentally ill when he said, George Bush doesn't like black people. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they never bizarre. said that then. Bizarre. Um, you know, it's funny, like, if you think back just a few years ago, there was also drama between Taylor Swift and Kanye West, but it was an MTV Awards. Yeah. Now it's, like, leading our country. Like, now, like, leading news broadcasts is that Taylor Swift wow. said something and Kanye West goes to the White House. Full circle. Right? Isn't that a really weird moment? <laughs> really um, weird. I was also shocked at the, uh, the level of understanding. Now, look. Taylor Swift is a very smart business person, right? Like, I mean, I remember when we went to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Do you remember this? Yeah. We were at the Country Music Hall of Fame, and we're like, gosh, they're featuring, featuring a lot of Taylor Swift stuff in here. And it's like the Country Music Hall of Fame. At this point, she's had a few, you know, she's obviously mm-hmm. had, she's a big star, but she was not like, you know, like she even is now. Um, and then at the end of the tour, they're like, by the way, Taylor Swift has made a $3 million donation to the Country mm-hmm. Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, so, like, she's smart. Like, she's constantly exploiting so- social media. Yeah. May I Her tell people my people are smart? Uh, I, yes, yeah. to go. I, yes, please, really my, quickly. This is my favorite. Yeah, it's a great story. So I'm at the uh, 100 most influential people banquet. Okay, if you're Time <laughs> Magazine, they pick 100 people. They say they're the most influential, and that 100 people, not with a spouse or anybody else, you go to that dinner. So it's you and 99 other people. Taylor Swift was was performing. She's in this room uh, right at the Time Warner Center. We're all very close. Elton John and, and uh, Bill Clinton are sitting at the same table. They're about three tables in front of me. They're sitting next to each other right where Taylor is performing. And she says, she sings a song, and then she says, you know, as the piano is playing, you know, I have this theory that love songs are really just... It's just poetry set to music. <laughs> I thought Elton, Elton thought that John, was pretty, pretty brave, huh? Yeah, I thought Elton John was going to stand up and say, "No way!" <laughs> uh, so let's be careful on the. She's yeah, smart. look, she's a she's brilliant business people. person. She has she's a, she's a, an incredible and operation. She seems nice, and I got to imagine yes. they were like, "Please don't, Taylor. We've done so much work mm. to like make you into this." perfect person with none of this negative crap that everyone carries around now when it comes to politics. But look at her write-up of this uh, that she puts on here. And, like, this is, like, not even I watch Rachel Maddow every night sort of level of understanding of the news. This is like, I was in an airport once, and Rachel Maddow was on the screen, and I read the subtitles. That's how bad. Like, what? Uh, she voted against equal pay for women. Oh, I know. She voted uh, against reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act. This is a very little-known fact that violence against women is illegal even without the Violence Against Women Act. <laughs> You're not allowed to do it. Um, she, uh, she believes businesses have a right to refuse uh, service to gay couples. This is uh, Marsha Blackburn she's talking about. And, of course, that's not true at all. Marsha Blackburn does not believe that at 
all. Uh, she also believes that they should not have the right to marry. These are not my Tennessee values. Like, this is like a really crappy, like, ninth-level intern at a campaign sort of listing off bumper sticker analysis. It's just, it's embarrassing, and I'm sure her people wanted to stop it. That is the the general population of the American public right now, though. I saw a story that came out from Think Progress today. It was shameful. Shameful. And you just done, you said you already said no, no, no. think progress. Why no, are you being they've redundant? They've been shameful <laughs> forever. But this is part of the shameful media network. <laughs> we are at a point to where the republic is at its breaking point, and they come out with an article how the Constitution has failed, and the Constitution is a racist document, and they they frame three fifths of a human all wrong. It's it's nothing but lies. I. And you know who wrote it? The Ian Heiser or whatever his name, Mill Heiser guy. The guy who just last week was calling for, you know, violence against people. He's now putting this out. Mm. It is shameful. But the only solution is learn it. Learn it. And if the American people will not learn about the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, if they will not stand for true rights of the Bill of Rights, we're going to all lose them. There's one other uh, solution, I think, and that's to shake it off. Shh, 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 shake it off. Mm. Wow. That's deep. That's, yeah. Is that like poetry set to music? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost like that. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not, but it's, it's not that. It's right. not a love song, really. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about the Haley when we come back. This is a Taylor Swift with like a mouse. <laughs> like, if you were to put her and just animate her, right, like, she'd just be a mouse. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. Before we uh, get into the Haley, I want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. I love this. It's the coolest I love thing this. ever. I love this. So you can save tons of money on ammunition, going to the to the range, things like that. And instead, you can dry fire from home, and you dry use- firing is the most. It's the most important thing. Trigger control is is really what separates the men from the boys when it comes to shooting, and it's hard. And I'm bored out of my mind when people are like, oh, you got to you go work on your trigger control. Yeah, I know. I'm going to sit in my living room for an hour and just watch myself pull the trigger. That's what you're supposed to do. This gives you like it's a little bullet device, but it's a laser, a laser. And you put it inside where the end of the chamber where the bullet is supposed to go. You slide it back and you fire it at a target that they provide. Your iPhone is sitting right by the target and it actually registers you can't you see it, it but where you hit it really cool it's unbelievable it's mm. the best save you a ton of time go into the range lots of money save and it's it's great you yeah. do it do it as a family i know we like to sit and drive fire <laughs> as a family <laughs> such a texas thing to it say really is. <laughs> uh, right now you can save at 10 percent with offer code news go to itargetpro.com that is offer code news all right, the Haley. The Haley is yeah, gone. Yeah, the, the Nikki Haley uh, just resigned kind of yeah, out of the blue. And you know, she's, she's been saying that she was going to. 
When? No. I, I haven't heard her. I mean, she said it. She, the, Trump she said made a that. Comment. Yeah, she, right, I mean, she but, said a long time ago that yeah. she was eventually going to leave, and she said that to Trump supposedly six months ago, yeah. but, but no one that has she any was, record of that. Yeah, and I heard that it was that. just that she was going to need a break. Yeah. Was what I heard, that she meant, she of, happened to mention Well, it immediately Trump, kicked into gear some speculation that maybe she's the uh, anonymous writer of the New York Times no. article and all that kind of yeah, stuff. That's no. why he I don't buy that at all. That's why he had a friendly press no. conference with her afterwards. No. Others are saying maybe she's preparing for a run for in president 2020, in 2020. No. no, she's not doing that. No. It may just be she's tired of Can doing it. Can you imagine? It. <laughs> Look at what she's dealt with for the last two years. Yeah. I mean, the world is on fire. And I got news for you. Nobody's turning the heat down. I, if I were her, I'd be like, you know, I got a bunch of successes here, yeah. and the world is right. headed towards a cliff. <laughs> right. I think I look pretty good right now. I look good. Oh, I'm gonna I... go and get a nap in. <laughs> you yeah, know? it's a good time for that. It is because I, I, I cannot tell you what 2019 is gonna look like. Can you? No, no, no. Of and, nobody yeah. can. What I think is interesting, I mean, like, look, this happens, I think, with a lot of people in that like, she's been in representative government for 14 years, right? She's made, you know, a, she made a decent amount of money as a governor, and she makes a decent amount of money for, for the average person, but she hasn't cleaned up. She hasn't done the Washington cleanup. Now she here. can. She can go somewhere now and yeah. make millions and millions of dollars. She, you know, they, they went through some of her financial stuff, and, you know, like, she seems like a person who is, you know, has some debts and like it might be good for her to do this. Um, and, I, you know, that, that's totally understandable from a conservative perspective. Like mm-hmm. the she can get 50,000 or 100,000 a speech now. Yeah. And, and I, I think great. Yeah, I will like, tell I you, would, she's yeah. she is one of the only true winners in this whole administration. Mm-hmm. She ha- she went in, I think, with I, I mean, I I like um, I like her. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, when she went in, I was like, eh, I don't know. As she's leaving, in my book, rock solid. She exceeded, Definitely. She exceeded solid. your expectations. Oh, far. yes. Well, I also find interesting, who else has left the White House on good, good terms like this? Uh, like, there's been no scandals. Um, there's been no fighting with President Trump. Everything ends completely amicably, and they have a friendly, a a friendly just, joint press conference and... What's her name? The you know, Stormy Daniels? Hope Hicks. No. Hope Hicks. Hope Hicks would be one. Is maybe the only other. Almost. Almost. Very close. She left for a while. <laughs> she was happy. Very close. Yeah, Hope Hicks would be an example. By the way, yeah. the new uh, executive vice president of Fox News uh, Communications. Uh, she just, just announced. They just announced. I think it's EVP. I just will tell that. you, oh, well, yeah. just for consistency's sake, I don't like it. We wouldn't have liked it. We didn't like it. When ABC sent people into the White House, right, and then back, that is we true. don't. I don't like that. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I, I can. I can see that. I mean, she's. Uh, you know, but it's on our side, Glenn. You're supposed to like. Oh, it. Well, then oh, I'm no, totally. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally it's forgot. Our team. Oh, okay. It's, I'm totally yes. fine with it. Yes. Oh, I hope they screw the Democrats. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she's not in a new, like. I, I, most of that criticism, to be fair, was about journalists, right? Like they were taking. Jay Carney was like a journalist. Married to another journalist, like going in and yeah. out of the White House. Mm-hmm. This is someone who is a is a, is a uh, you know PR person. Um, you know she, that is she's not a policymaker. Um, so I mean, but I think you know it's a, certainly a good gig. And again, she's going to go and make a fortune doing that there, mm-hmm. and that's understandable. Like you know, it's not it's not like there's a part of that is is a little bit you don't like it because you're like oh well that because of this influence they're able to go and get this great job and that but that does happen. And if you are 
If you've done this for a while, what's wrong with going to the private sector? I mean, the private sector is supposed to be, to me, it's the top of the game. Like, I'm much it more is. Ron Swanson on this. I'd I much am. rather be out of the government than in it. But I don't like the fact, like, for instance, Nikki Haley, if she's peddling influence, if she's going, if she's up for sale for anywhere and she's peddling influence and connections, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like the senators and congressmen who leave. Jeff Flake is supposedly going to be one of these guys that'll end up in a, in a lobbyist firm and he'll make and broker all the deal. I don't like that. No. I don't want you doing that. Mm-hmm. Go serve your time and get the hell out. I, I mean, I, uh, I agree with you in general. I, I, I always come back to the same thing, though. It's like, whose responsibility is it? If you are an elected representative and some lobbyist comes in there and tries to convince you of a deal, it's your responsibility to say no to it if it's not right. I know. It's not the person who is a lobbyist. Lobbyists can do what they, the NRA has no influence over any votes. The answer, if you have, if the NRA is going in there and saying, hey, by the way, you should, you should back my bill because, uh, you know, it's, it's important to the NRA. That is like, that is not the NRA's fault. That is the representative's fault if they're being won over by these pitches. And that's you're why being it's... won over, but you're not being won over by the pitch. You're being won, won over many times because of the connection. Well, that's, but that's, that's a weakness of whoever you put in the office. That is not the fault of the person outside of the office. It's your, your job to represent the people, not your friends, right? Like, so, if you, you know, you can ask all you want, but you should be saying no if you're in the government, if you don't think Pat it's right. I was a lobbyist, and he came into my, into my office, and he was lobbying me for something. Because I've known him for so long, because of our relationship, because I trust him, I'm going to listen and take his advice a little bit more. I'm not going to make a decision because he told me to, but I'm more open. I think the last part of that is the most important. You trust him, right? The fact that he's your friend, you have lots of friends you don't trust on policy. They came in there because they were your friend. It wouldn't be be interesting to you at all. Pat would make good arguments. You would would hear him out because you'd want to hear his side of it. And that's important, but that that doesn't make your decision for you. You are responsible for your decision. Plus, I I could cut you in for part of the deal. Well, wait, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Of the lobbying process, right? Which was why it was so great that Barack Obama banned them from his administration, and then only hired sixty-four. Right. So <laughs> that was really good. Really good. It was more good. of like a soft ban. Yeah. Look, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. probably but the most ban. transparent ban in history. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it was almost invisible. Almost invisible. Do yeah. you care to uh, float any names for who should replace Haley? Um, Kanye West. Ivanka I think, Trump. Uh, yeah. Great. Yeah, they, Great point. They talked about uh, he, he, did, Isn't he meeting with Trump? He is. That's Yeah, that's one of the, the big stories so swirling funny. around. Richard Grinnell is the, supposed to be the guy that everyone's talking about as a favorite. Uh, well-liked in the White House, would certainly kind of fit this, this role. What does he do now? I don't, don't remember. Know. He's yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been he's been mentioned for several sort of high level jobs in that world, but I can't remember mm. where, where he is exactly. At the I moment. don't like the idea of a dynasty. I don't like. I didn't like it with the Bushes. I don't. I don't like it with uh, the Trumps. I do not want his daughter. No, and he joked about that today. He said, like, I think she'd be perfect for this job. She's really smart. However, people would accuse me of nepotism mainly because it would be nepotism. He actually made that joke. That's that's funny. Did he really? But I I, I will tell you, I think the reason why I'm really bummed about losing um, Nikki Haley is I think she had the right temperament. She was strong. But she mm-hmm. wasn't crazy. Yes. Um, she, I did not think that 
the president of the United States, not that he would, but could say, you know, well, we're just going to push all the buttons in an hour. And she would just come in and be a robot and say that. You know, I think she had her own self, her own ideas. She was calm. She was rational. But she was tough as nails. And I think she would have been that way to the president and to the U.N., who is that? I mean, we saw an example of that with the Russia sanctions. She came out and said, we're going to putting new sanctions on Russia. Then Trump came out and said, no, we're not. And then back behind the scenes with the press, they said, ah, it must have just a momentary moment of uh, confusion for her. No, and she's like, no, it was not. It was not confusion. And people who have spoken out about the president have not survived that as well as she has. She, yeah, I like Don't push back on her. I don't. I'm usually a John Bolton guy. That's not the temperament I want there right yeah. now. All right, she will be missed. Back in a minute. She is there, though. He's there, no, he's there but we need somebody. With some, we need somebody. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Stu, well, by the way, Glenn just decided that we weren't important enough to stay <laughs> and just peace out. Left. But yeah, it's up and left. But Stu was uh, talking about his latest addiction, and it's not to outrage. Yes, no, it's the opposite. Um, I, it's interesting. Um, the New York Times has started this project that's never before been done. Um, and you know, you think about the way you normally look at a poll um, somewhere. Somebody is at a phone bank, and they're calling all these people, and they're trying to get some poll results, and then. A big release comes out and says the you know the final poll was 54 47 or you know that would be a weird poll but you know what I mean like it was like a, a you know something where you're getting a an, a last 52 48 right you're getting that last minute sort of um, result like you're it's like it's as if a football game like you open up the paper in the morning and you see the score right the game's over and you're kind of taking in the results what they decided to do is essentially let you watch the game. So uh, here, this is what they have now. This is one they're doing uh, as we're uh, doing the show uh, with uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke versus Ted Cruz. And if you kind of watch the page, you'll see in real time how many people they've called, how many people they've reached, and what they've said. Now, it says there there's only been 214 people who have actually taken the poll so far, um, and Cruz leads at 54-43 as of this moment. How many people wow. do they have to call? But that was one of the things that I thought was interesting. 200 people. Yeah. You wonder how hard it is to poll. 375, yeah. 76, 77. Yeah, people that are like, something. oh, well, those and polls are, aren't accurate. Well, they're calling... 13,000 people to reach 200. So you see how difficult this is for these guys to actually do and why you do get errors sometimes, right? People mm-hmm. just don't answer these calls and take these polls. So you're only you're kind of self-selecting people who are interested enough to take a poll, which isn't always representative of the public. And, you know, and with all that being said, they actually do a good job when you think about how, how difficult this is to do these days. I got to imagine you go back to the, let's say, you know, the 1980s, like people were answering Every call that came in, right, to, to you know, yeah. mm-hmm. it's what you did. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, that's just changed. Now you can see uh, who's calling on the caller mm-hmm. ID, and you can either take it or not take it. And most people, well, you'll see, if you watch it, they'll say, don't, didn't answer, didn't answer, didn't answer, didn't answer. I mean, like, 90% of these people just aren't answering the phone because they don't recognize the number. And right? I, Which is, I guess, why uh, some campaigns, specifically the Democrats, I've noticed, have gone to texting. I've been getting a lot of Beto texts. Uh, now, have you? You oh haven't told them off the oh, first time? If I made you sure let them that. know that you are alive, that's why I didn't do it. They will come after you like, uh, like as Trump would say, like a dog. 
They will come after you like a dog. <laughs> well, um, they, I mean, you're always getting texts from them, yeah. like all day long. That's why I never subs- all day, every day. unsubscribe to an email, because that's just alerting them that you're alive. Yeah. You never want to alert people that you're alive. Yeah. Let them believe you're dead. I, well, I, I will say uh, they did text my fiance's phone, and I happened to grab it and say, I, am respond- I have to respond to this <laughs> and engage in this big, long back and forth. So they actually were texting back to you yes. with real messages? Yes. It wasn't it, just an automated? Mm. No, it was a real person. With Beto? Yes. And his, his and team? I, yes, and I, said, and I asked how he planned to pay for all of what he was proposing, and they were like, uh, I'm just a volunteer, so I don't have the answer to that question. But here's his website if you'd like to look at his platforms. Right. And I went and I was like, I still don't see this information here. Are you sure you can't tell me how he plans to pay for it? Um, and they were like, uh, we'll remove you from our list. Sorry. And so I just get removed from their list because I just, they yes, can't answer my questions. Yeah, they can't answer my question. You might be removed from that list, but you've alerted that whoever's holding that list that there's a live person at that number. So now for the next 7,000 lists, you will be on them. I will also say he has gotten a lot of weird scam calls. So I wonder if they're mad because yeah. <laughs> I told them I was Republican and somehow mm. like alerted. There's still time for him to call, call off the wedding, right? Like he can still, <laughs> there is. He it's can not until December. Okay, good, good. Good to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Beto, someone who is in this building and shall not be named, uh, sent me a video that about made my head explode of a Beto volunteer. We could just play that. Hi, my name is Avery Lundy. I'm in Houston, Texas, working on the Beto for Texas campaign. I support Beto because when my brother was hit by a car last year, he was lucky enough to still be on my parents' insurance plan. But now that he turned 26, it's next to impossible for him to see a physical therapist that he can afford in order to regain that grip and dexterity that he had as a sous chef downtown in Austin, Texas. And Beto believes that being able to see a doctor that's affordable is a human right and not just a privilege for those who can afford it. She's pretty passionate okay. about that issue. Uh, electric. <laughs> first of all, first of all, if you go to the website oh, and you look at the caption and it says, this is a volunteer named, and it gives a completely different name than she gives on screen. Oh, really? <laughs> first of all. Second of all, okay, he's 26 years old. Mm-hmm. At what point do we say he's, it's time to pay your own bills? 26, apparently. Uh, uh, with, right. uh, with, like we've already know, in Obamacare, is it's 26 to stay on your parents' policy. Well, right, but I'm saying so. It's 27 right. to be on your own. So right, that's, yes. that's the ridiculous line. Yes. Obamacare true. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, but and then being able to see a doctor that's affordable is not a human right. Like yeah. that is not a human right. right. And if it is, then tell all the doctors to work for free. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, don't doctors have a human right to be able to price their services at whatever level they want? I mean, yeah. no. that's no, apparently not. No. What was I find really interesting about this campaign? Because outside of the Kavanaugh stuff and the other nonsense they've been talking about, one of the big things you've seen from Democrats in this campaign is the admission that Obamacare did not work. They keep saying, like, look at all the cost increases. Look, at you have to kick people off at 26. Well, that's in Obamacare. That wasn't our idea. We thought it should be a totally different age. You said 26. That was you. All of these things. That was supposed to fix health care. And now they're running on fixing health care. This is your plan. You got that thing passed, by the way, with less votes than Brett Kavanaugh. And, uh, you know, I don't know if anyone's noticed this. It doesn't seem to be working very well. Well, he's a sous chef in downtown Austin. And he needs that dexterity. For his hands to be a sous chef. <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, all right. So Berkeley vegans still are going to extreme measures. Why do you say stew? I don't know. 
This is, this is, you're, but because you're a vegetarian. You're a resident vegan. I'm not. First of all, I'm not a vegan. A vegetarian. It's the same thing. No, it's really not. It's the same thing. No, it's, it's Are not. you part of Occupy Whole Foods? I am part of Whole Foods. I occupy it, uh, you know, once a week probably uh, to pick up a few <laughs> items. Um, I actually really do support uh, occupying uh, Whole Foods. Uh, although I will say it's expensive. I was going to say damn expensive <laughs> grocery store. Uh, but the, the fancy people at Amazon are bringing down the prices. They uh, are. They are a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean. You know, look, uh, why are they, if Whole Foods are their allies, why are they occupying Whole Foods? Do we know the answer yes, to this? Yes, so I, so I read uh, that apparently they, they found out that some of Whole Foods' suppliers, there are some sort of uh, accusations of animal abuse oh from gosh. their suppliers, and so they, this, can't, they won't stand for it. This and is a company that is so animal-friendly mm-hmm. that they stopped shipping live lobster to their stores yeah. Because it was too traumatic for the lobster. <laughs> How I mean, do you but, know if it was traumatic? Were they clawing at the sides of the container? Let me out! <laughs> I got news for you. When it comes to the process of being shipped, then boiled and eaten, the shipping is the best yeah, part. That's, yeah, that's, that's the right. really great part of the, of the journey. the uncomfort <laughs> yeah, of being like boiled alive. Tossed in a boiling water. <laughs> like, this is not a, a process that... It's the shipping is the least of your worries in that journey. Um, yeah, well, I was really whole- uncomfortable with being shipped, <laughs> but uh, I don't mind going in that bowling, boiling <laughs> pot of water. But Whole Foods was actually forced to get a restraining order mm. against these people because they were that obnoxious inside their stores. Yeah, you know, Whole Foods obviously thought of as a very like you know li- liberal, left leaning, yes. organic. You yes. know, uh, I think it's a requirement to work there. You have to be right. It, but what's <laughs> funny is party. the founder of Whole Foods is a libertarian, um, who, by the way, uh, in implemented a free market healthcare solution in his stores that worked incredibly well. This is before Obamacare. He just did it himself. And it was all about people being able to um, you know, pay for your own health care and get, they get their own money and made their own choices. It was like about as much a free market uh, health care plan that you could find in a big company. They implemented that. All the left-leaning employees loved it. I mean, it, went, it worked really well for them. And then now here we are with Obamacare. So it's, you can't even do the plan anymore. Uh, they basically Jeez. made it illegal. Mm. Uh, moving on to something completely different, Facebook Portal. Have you guys heard about this? No. Okay, so Facebook is launching their own electronic device that uh, you can use in your home for video calling, stuff like that. And it's called the Portal, and it's going to feature a camera that uses AI, artificial intelligence, to automatically zoom as people move around uh, during mm. the calls. So the poll of the day, and I'll ask you gentlemen, would you trust... An artificially intelligent video calling device from Facebook. I'm going to say a big fat no. No, but if it's really helpful, I'll buy it. Because <laughs> that, that's me. I will say I don't trust it on the it's, air, and then I will own one. I, am, I know. Soon. I am being really hypocritical because I, I do I, have Alexa. I've got Alexa. I, I've got, I mean, look, if I could, you know, I, the idea of having, especially, like, it would be great for kids, too, like, be able to call, my, you know, the grandparents and, like, you know, I mean, they're not good with the phone. All I see is this view of, like, from their yes. hand, it's, like, straight up their nose, <laughs> and, like, they're talking this way. I, I, I have not figured this out yet. I mean, it's actually a cool idea. Um, I, you know, I have very little use uh, for Facebook, um, but, uh, you know, and by, hi everyone on Facebook Live, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, I mean, I get, I, you know, it has its uses. Um, I, I'm surprised kind of that they would be the one that would come out with it. But we have a, we have a lot of people. I mean, they haven't had the best uh, track record of no. like of privacy, privacy no. uh, keeping your information private, no. not letting third party uh, 
companies receive your information? And as we talked about last night, none of the major companies do. You know, Facebook doesn't. Google doesn't. It's hard, right? Like, having hackers, like, trying to constantly exploit your business is not an easy world to live in. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. not not easy. And, you know, I think some of this stuff has been Facebook's fault and they've apologized for it. Some of it, I think, has been wrongly blamed on them. But, I mean, like... You know, the idea that you could be able to communicate with people like that, I mean, they're, they're definitely like for a grandparent that maybe isn't so technologically, you know, tuned in, that could be kind of a cool product. But I guess people don't wow. like cameras pointed Stu's at them. Stu's a sellout. Stu's a sellout. I am. That's it. I, I'm totally right. about the convenience. I, I realize if, if the Google army is going to come take me out of my home, I'm going to lose. Like, I'm too, <laughs> I'm too in their boat already. I have too much of my life run on their products. Sellout. Complete sellout. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Selling out is expensive. I keep buying these things. I don't feel like I'm selling anything. (laughs) You're sold. I sold. Oh, yeah. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.